Welcome to the Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. We're two moms aspiring to create elegant spaces and gracious homes while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. It's our 100th episode. Well, kind of. We're celebrating this quasi-milestone with a look back on the last few months and a fun wrap-up of the hottest trends and developments of 2017. We'll talk about what's in, what's out, and what's coming your way in 2018. Plus, the jeans we think never go out of style, how the Amazon Alexa could ruin Christmas, and could this be the end of the reign of kale smoothies? All that and more on this week's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. And welcome everyone to the Home Hour. And it's an exciting day on the Home Hour because it is the 100th episode of the Home Hour. Woo! 100. But let's be honest, it's the 100. <laughs> it's the 100-ish episode of the Home Hour. Uh, um, we love a little ish. Okay, so we took over. Technically, you guys, this is the 100th episode. We're not lying, but we did take over this show at episode 65. So Megan, um, Megan Francis over at the Mom Hour obviously has has uh, done most of the heavy lifting on this show. So we are totally swooping into the last minute and claiming uh, claiming all of her success as our own. Unabashedly, we are doing this. So, but no, we're kidding. But it is the 100th episode of The Home Hour. And that does sort of seem like a milestone. Um, so we are taking this episode to sort of uh, look back, look forward. And also, really, this is kind of our last episode of 2017 that's just going to be um, Graham and I because we have a fun guest on the on the. Um, coming up early later this month and then we're taking the 28th off to spend with our families right yeah and so I thought um you know when Kirsten and I were outlining the show today we kind of just I mean it is celebratory we have learned a new skill and we have started you know this wild adventure of podcasting we've met so many new people through all the interviews um we've learned so many new things this year hopefully you have as well just listening to the show you've picked up some silly things um hey speaking of silly can i tell a story about why why we're celebrating our 100th episode that just sort of summarizes this being our 100th ish episode okay Okay. i don't know if i'm ready for it (laughs) all right so in college um graham and i met our the, the fall of our freshman year and we had um, hung out together all the time. And I was a runner, and I'm doing air quotes in my closet right now because I'm definitely a jogger. I'm a very slow runner. Um, but uh, but I, I do enjoy distance running. That winter break, I went home and did uh, like a 5K with my friends. And it was just a very low-key, charity, walk-run, fun fun run. And, and I mentioned it to Graham when we got back in January. And she said, oh, that's so cool. I ran a marathon over, over Christmas break. And I was like, really? Like, that's that's amazing. You know, in fact, I think this might have even been Thanksgiving break. And, and that was like when the New York Marathon was going on. Like, did you did you run like the New York Marathon? She's like, oh, no, not like recall. not not the New York Marathon. But, you know, we ran this marathon. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. She's like, yeah, we, we ran it. My grandmother and I. I'm like, your grandmother ran a marathon? And I am blown away because I, again, had been best friends with this girl for 
like a few months and I had never once seen her train or jog or any or of this. look like an official runner in any capacity. <laughs> yeah. And there she was running a marathon. So uh, I think I was busy for... putting on the freshman 15. I was right. not training for a marathon. And I had, I really like, I, I, I was just amazed by this and I kind of would bring it up every once in a while, but internally I was just constantly mulling over this like amazing accomplishment of a friend that I had no idea was going on. And then come to find out a few months later, this, quote, marathon Graham ran was also a 5K fun run with her grandmother. And I think they walked it. It was and- a turkey trot. <laughs> and I was like, no, Graham, you cannot call it a marathon. Um, see, I resent that, Kirsten. And I can't believe you remember that story and are telling that story because, like, marathon is a yeah, make, make term this, in my Make mind. the case. Make the same case you made to me like 15 years ago. Go for it. Okay. Um, a movie marathon. Um, nobody knows how many movies you watch when you have a movie marathon. A shopping marathon. You did a marathon day of shopping. I mean, it's a very loose term. It just means you did something that felt like a lot to you. You guys, this argument has not changed in 15 years. This is the exact same case she made to me. Um, if you want to write to us at hello at the home hour and cast your vote, can you just say I ran for what felt like a long time to me is a marathon, like a marathon or or is a marathon 26.2 miles? I would love to hear our listeners' opinion. You would settle like a multi-decade fight going on right now. Life is a marathon. It's not a sprint, right? Like these are abstract <laughs> concepts, right? Definitely not. But in, in that same vein, we now present to you our 100th ish episode so i love it all right getting back to the topic (laughs) yeah the episode before we dive right in what kirsten and i thought would be really fun is we actually have compiled a list of from pop sugar 15 trends that were supposed to be huge in 2017 and so we're going to kind of just go through some of the more interesting ones on that list and see if indeed they were huge and how they played out in our life and some of them are funny and interesting and some of them maybe we get or we don't get. Yeah. So and by the way, can of... I just say that's like my favorite news story is watching those morning shows end of December and hearing like kind of the wrap up of the year. It's always fun to look too. back. So I enjoy I this. I'm excited that. about yeah, this. I'm excited that we get to do this. So we kind of get to look like we're not doing news. I mean, we only have so much time. So we're just kind of kind of keep on trend and more entertaining and just talk about some trends. Um, and then we're going to look ahead in 2018. And Kirsten and I have done some research and we're going to talk about the hot foods and hot designs and what is predicted to be interesting for the upcoming right. year. Can we just make, can we just sort of do the disclaimer, like you watch the news, we read newspapers, but like, let's just not do politics. Let's not do news. Let's do the fun stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think definitely. So da, 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 without further ado, let's start with some trends that were supposed to be huge in 2017 and let's see if they really were. Okay. So one of the first ones they mentioned was athleisure, which I think is a great new term and cracks me up and is such a real thing. But did it turn into work leisure? So basically, okay, it's totally fine now that the entire country wears athletic wear all day and night, it appears. Um, But now it's gone or in 2017, did it make its way into the workplace? So like jaunty leggings that maybe had like a cute stripe down the side or some sort of, you know, um, sweatshirt cardigan type thing that you could be comfortable in and also wear to work. Well, I find this a very tricky topic since uh, yeah. you and I record in our PJs. I was about to say, my workplace is my closet because it's the carpeted room in my house. And right, um, so. and then I also work in my dining room when I need to close the doors. So I don't feel qualified to answer this question, um, although I have had conversations about this. And, um, and it is funny because I actually enjoy dressing up. I mean, obviously, I don't do it all the time, but I, I like... 
I like, I mean, not dressing up, but like I like wearing non-workout clothes sometimes, occasionally. Oh, I I love it. I love it. Right. But I feel like when you're a mom who stays home most of the time and you show up at like preschool drop-off and you're wearing anything other than spandex, people are like, oh, where are you going? What do you got going on? (laughs) What do you got going on? Nothing. I just (laughs) felt like I really needed to shower. And maybe, maybe the reason is because I wear, you know, the same crummy workout clothes you know, 90% of the time. So maybe they're surprised, but I don't feel qualified to answer this question, but it's interesting. It's an interesting time we live in. I think there's a lot of pros to that. I think it kind of takes the pressure off. I think, you know, I actually feel more like I want to be physically active and um, maybe I'm more willing to work out if I'm, if I am wearing those things, but, um, but okay, yeah, I'm it's kind of like I, I do want to put on some, some nice shoes and a button down shirt every once in a while. I will tell you that, and I've, this has always been with me, I look like two vastly different people depending on if I'm wearing makeup and if I'm not and if my hair is done and like it, this happens to me a lot like people don't recognize me when I'm when I show up with my hair done and makeup on does that ever happen to you see you actually kind of look the same but I almost turn into a I feel like person. I'm always like a C like I don't look amazing when I'm dressed up and I don't look horrible where I'm just like always the same I don't try that hard and I don't not <laughs> I'm right. always I'm always just phoning it in. I can't comment on that one, but it would be interesting to know people who work in a more traditional workplace um, if that's okay. okay. All right. So comment on this one, Kirsten. The vice of the year, which I love <laughs> that Pop Sugar did that. This, I mean, this is real, though. Weed. How did weed factor into your 2017? <laughs> uh, well, we spend a lot of time in Colorado, and weed has not factored into my personal life, but it is really funny because I've had some interesting conversations with people on chairlifts, and people just um, tell you right, and I heard the funniest thing. They're like, yeah. So, you know, we were asking them, how, is, how has life changed um, since the legalization of marijuana? And they're like, you know, drunk driving is down, bar fights are down, living in your parents' basement is up. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> Not necessarily, uh, not necessarily my vice of the year, but um, yeah, I see. You know what I have gotten, um, and I've seen more of fashionably. Have you ever heard of the like? They're the ponchos that we maybe used to wear in high school. I think they were made of that like scratchy wool material. They looked like kind of multicolors, yeah. but they're yeah, called yeah. drug rugs. Drug rugs. I didn't, I didn't know the cool name. That's no. the name for them. I just got a designer drug rug the other day. Um, not super fancy designer, but um, it's actually. So I think that. Maybe that's kind of, oh, maybe that's athleisure turning into work leisure and mm. also mixing with the vice of the year of weed. <laughs> Grim, you are so cutting edge. I've got a work leisure drug rug. <laughs> nope. All right, moving on. Still Number wearing three. the same old Navy work at clothes I was in 2016. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, maybe the year of 2018 was when I'll buy all new underwear. I think it's about time. All right, magical food, Kirsten, magical food. Rainbows, funfetti, exploding cakes, unicorns on cakes, unicorn horns coming out of cakes. Have you seen a lot of magical food? Um, Have you been to any? We did do or- the unicorn frappuccino, or yeah, it's, it was the unicorn frappuccino, right? Do you remember oh, yeah, that? You were, it you was were like all over that. Oh, we were all about. Well, I have a little girl who her favorite things in the world are unicorns and mermaids, like. You know, a five-year-old girl, right. they're they're all the same. They love unicorns. They love mermaids. So, yeah, anything like that, we we are into. Now, I also don't bake. Gosh, I'm, I'm like the biggest loser in Why are you hosting this show? I don't know. I, <laughs> I take my kids to Starbucks for that. But, um, but, yeah, no, I love glitter in food. But I'm not like the baker. I'm like the toppinger. So 
I haven't seen as much of it as I'd like, but I think it's probably because we're just trying to cut down on sweets and everything. So right. I've seen other people do it. I definitely, I will say, yeah. Okay. As you're, as you're bringing this up, I have seen this at other people's parties. Have I? Right. And I don't get invited to girl birthday parties. So right. Maybe it's so yes. There. I just no. It. So it's there. It's there. We're into that. Ben. All right. Mood of the year. Cozy. I like that. that. Interesting. Is it cozy? Is that? Hmm. Okay. Okay. Right, I mean, so can you be go. cozy I'm... in the summer? I don't know. Sorry, we got to go so through here, these a little bit faster. I know. Okay. I like, but cozy. I like that. Just feeling cozy. Coziness, sure. apparently. Anything having to be built around warmth, friendship, and an appreciation for the little things. It's a traditional, it actually, the concept of coziness, well, according to this list, says it originated in Denmark, but I'm not really sure if like the Danish mm. can claim cozy. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> We're the cozy country. Uh, Denmark does seem cozy. I'm, I'm with you. I'm following. It does seem cozy. But so coziness is popular. Wait, so what's the word trend. for it, though? There's like a Huga. word. Huga. Huga. It's spelled H-Y-G-G-E, H -Y -G -G -E, but it's okay. pronounced huga. And you know what? Um, it's, it's funny. when you say Scandinavian way of life. Yes. And when you said cozy, I didn't, that didn't react with me. But once you said the word, that is definitely a word I heard a lot in 2017. So I think I will give that trend. Yes, I have heard a lot about that. Is there anyone we could contact if we'd like a trend to like snake on over into the next year? Like, I don't think I got enough coziness because I don't think I knew that I was supposed to be cozy <laughs> this year. And I would like like a redo. <laughs> You can keep Huga. I'm I, I'm the person, by the way. Okay. Yes. So I, we're moving, I, I grant you I grant you Huga for 2018. Go for it. Okay. 3D flowers. That's the next one. Uh, yeah. No, this was completely new information to me. Okay. So you have not seen people wearing. So basically, I've seen those. Like they're not ceramic flowers, but I've seen. Is it um, like it's like a clay flower or something? I'm messing this up. But if anyone knows what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. The the flowers that are plaster, maybe. Plaster. Okay, yeah. P are people wearing them on their clothing? I don't know what they're doing with them. They're just making well, okay. them on Pinterest. This reminds me, maybe I was way ahead of my time back in 2004 when I got married. I don't even know if you remember this, but when I bought my wedding dress, it came with a big bow on the back of it, and in the middle of the bow was a fake flower. And the fake flower looked a little fake, to be perfectly honest. And so my mom and I had this idea um, that we would remove the fake flower and we would have a real flower, real like rose or something magnetically pinned to the back of my dress. And it kind I of very much remember this. You do remember this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's a great idea in theory. I thought like, oh, this is going to like, we're going to crush it. I've never seen anyone with like a magnetic real flower taped to their rear end walking down the aisle. <laughs> but what we didn't, I guess, plan for was that the flower would turn very quickly because um, I guess it had to be made ahead of time. <laughs> And it didn't have any water, and it was very hot where we got married. So basically, I had it this, looked like, great while you walked down the aisle. You think so? This it because I see some pictures, and it was kind of like this browning circular <laughs> lump on the back of my wedding dress. But anyway, I really support three D flowers. Okay, moving on. Cocktail of the year, gin. We did hear about gin last week from Hannah. Um, I love gin. I'm out, I'm on board. I can support gin. Makes me mean. Oh. I've heard gin makes people mean. Really? I don't know. But, I mean, it makes me mean. I'll go have um, some so gin to report back. Don't have any gin don't then. Know. I'm fine cast. I'm, I'm you stick with your bourbon. In 2017. Okay. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Here's a bone. Your year. Motif of the year. Cacti. Yeah, that's, that's what like I'm talking about. <laughs> motif of your world. <laughs> I, I like I like seeing my cactus get love. We don't have We don't have our beautiful trees that turn to fall leaves. Give us our cacti. I, okay. I, I and it, that is that, it's funny you, you you mentioned that though because that is hard for me just to say 
cacti are always in, you know, Arizona, they're always part of kind of decor and fun little accents. So it's nice to know the rest of the world is on board. But for me, it's it's always a trend in Phoenix. So that's true. I remember, though, visiting you that one time. And if you spend a lot of time around Phoenix and their lovely cacti, people have these you'll be driving by in the car and you'll see these lovely colorful pastel flowers attached to all the cacti and i remember commenting to kirsten oh like these beautiful flowering cactuses tell me more about them <laughs> what did what were they uh prickly pears prickly pear flowers no you told me they were like people were cutting up the old egg crates and putting them on their cactuses Oh, yay. <laughs> yes, he says to, to protect him from the frost. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. I forgot you thought that was a flower. Yeah, because I'm so used to seeing that. Yeah, so people um cut an egg crate and they put it on top of the blooms on a cactus and it protects it from the frost. Like, do people cover plants for frost where you live? We do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so it, right. it's similar so to that. that. So, but that's what it looks like in the desert, which, of course, if you live anywhere other than a desert climate, that would be news to you but of course when you live there you're like yeah of course normal so it was it was very strange anyway right all right but good to know you but you'll all catch on to this because cacti i guess are are hot so we'll see yeah but who would ever think of a you know egg crate that was very (laughs) interesting that was very interesting to me that stayed with me for a while okay shopping trend of the year direct wait wait i'm sorry can we go back to cacti can i ask one other question about that because you are are very good at florals and this is the home hour. We do talk about these things. Um, mm-hmm. Are succulents as big as I think they are, or are they just oh, succulents here? are huge, succulents right? I feel like they're everywhere. along the lines of cacti. Like, and and I fantastic. And you know what's funny is like the first time I saw them, I was like, yeah, yeah. But they've gotten just so creative with the way they use them, and yeah, okay, good to know. Okay, so I'm putting well, that in the cacti are category. Succulents everywhere, and I think they actually. That's another thing I'm going to bring over into 2018, and we're going to talk about that when we get to our 2018 list because they are genius. We use them. I think if if you go to our Instagram account at the home hour, we did, or I did a really neat um, Halloween or pumpkin decor and Mm -hmm. it had live succulents on it. And I promise you it has lasted for two months. I have not watered it and there is no soil for the succulents. They just, they're almost impossible to kill. Right. And it's versatile though. You would think like fall, your first thought would definitely not be succulents, but it looked gorgeous and it kind of gave it an interesting dimension. And I actually saw yesterday when I was buying some poinsettias, a poinsettia and succulent arrangement. And that worked, which again, like Ooh. it's amazing that they actually kind of work with everything in seasons you might not necessarily, you know, associate with succulents. So yeah. That's okay. neat. I like that. Yeah. Succulents were okay. So, you know, Kirsten, I, I think you and I are allowed to make our own list of things we think are going to be hot for 2018. <laughs> we didn't sketch it out, but like, yeah, we're putting succulents on the we're list. Putting we're putting succulents bringing, on the list. We're okay. bringing cozy. We're moving succulents. All right. We should just keep a note of this in Excel I will. somewhere. I will. Um, take a note. Okay. Shopping trend of the year, direct to consumer. So think of like mattress companies that ship directly to your house rather than going to a mattress store. Like a Casper mattress? Like a Casper mattress. Um, okay. Yes. So I haven't bought anything that way that I can specifically remember, but yeah, I feel like that's that's working. All right. This is actually really neat. And I love this idea because I think it just is going to shape 2018 the way we want it to be shaped because it's showing that the world is trying to get a little simpler. So back to basics weddings are we're in and I think are staying in. So people allegedly had more weddings at like City Hall or they eloped more. And here's a little blurb that was written about it. Um, 
Is it the wedding paradox? Couples get so intent on having a personalized wedding that they all start to look the same. Signature cocktail? Question mark. Check. DIY photo booth? Definitely. But rather than send a unique statement, these overdone details send the message that you're just like everyone else. And with so many brides using Pinterest to plan their weddings, the social media site has helped create a homogenized, over-the-top wedding culture. All right, so allegedly the new hip thing to do is not spend money on your wedding, but do it at City Hall. Like super low key, super cash. Okay, once again, I'm unqualified to speak on this since I've been married 15 years and my daughter is far from getting married. So I'm sort of in that space where I'm wedding... um, I'm wedding neutral. I yeah, we can we kind are, of noodle on it. We right, right. It's it's topic. fun. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an I'm an impassionate observer of weddings right now because I'm not paying for one. I'm not having one. I'm just I'm going to very few at this stage. Um, but it is always fun. Weddings are so fun to talk about. Um, but I will say I was at the airport the other day, and I was eavesdropping on a conversation between two flight attendants who were both engaged, and they were both talking about their weddings. And both of them are like, oh, yeah, no, we're not doing a wedding. It's such a waste of money. And they, they kind of alluded to this. They're all the same. Like, da, da. So I, I think, yeah. So um, Yeah. I think that's really neat. I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I think I'd be happy to just be invited to a wedding these days. It's like baby showers. I just don't get that many invitations. But um, but I like it. I kind of also really want someone to elope and invite me to be one of the very few people that gets to attend. I have a lot of things I'd like to accomplish. You know what? Can um, we do a show at some point about if we could do our weddings all over again? Because I think oh, that'd be really yes. fun. I would have bought my dress at Target. Um, oh, amen. Or I would have bought the dress I really liked, which everyone told me was ugly and I loved. Mermaid. Mer- mermaid. Was it a mermaid dress? It was dress? a mermaid dress and it looked of course amazing. It was. <laughs> uh, apparently that's all anyone wants these days is a mermaid dress. Nobody wants mine because it looks like something out of like Beauty and the Beast that Belle would have worn. <laughs> So, all right. With a dead Next flower one. on your behind. With a dead flower on my fanny. Okay. Voice-enabled technology. So Alexa, right? The Alexa. Yeah, okay, I don't Google. have one. The Google thing. The I forget what it's called. I don't have but... one either. And because we are in the holiday season, um, I have a funny story that last year around this time, a friend of mine who had, had gotten the um, Alexa, her son said, walked up to Alexa and said, Alexa, tell me everything in my shopping cart. This was like three days before Christmas. Or tell me all my recent orders. And Alexa's like, you have ordered and named every Christmas present the mom had gotten. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Right, that right. So honestly, like after hearing that story, I'm like, we don't need that. So although if you watch those commercials smart. and it is like, ooh, I want my Christmas tree to light up when I say, okay, Google. But um, but yeah, and that see, story for me, scared me. Yeah. My brother has one in his house and my, you know, my son knows about it, my oldest son. So he literally spends the entire vacation slash timer at my brother's house going, Alexa, tell me a joke. Alexa, tell oh. me a joke. <laughs> That's all I get. Uh, so it's just, I mean, right. I kind of want to just smash her to the floor after that but she does play some good music well if if, if my children's interaction with siri is anything like what alexa would be like i'm good like i don't need to hear siri say that is inappropriate i don't want to talk about poo poo like yeah i'm over that (laughs) i love it um all right travel destination of the year i know we're going so back in time but this is kind of fun it's kind it's fun to look back and have Mm -hmm. a retrospective cuba yeah and you you did you go to cuba in 2017 I went to Cuba when it was still You're so cutting edge. Uh, I was, I know. I went a while ago because I knew it was going to be opening up soon, and I was like, I need to really check this out before you know. You are a the good traveler. Sees it. Um, it was neat. It's Cuba's a neat spot. I mean, it's going to change. So I'd say if you could get there now, I'd go there. Yeah, I um, went to the grocery store this year. I mean, no, no, I didn't go to Cuba, but uh, yeah, if you're doing it, I assume it's probably pretty 
pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah, I have to say it was it's a neat spot. You know me. I like anywhere. I just like the world. Okay. Fashion trend. 80s nostalgia, which I'm sure has to do with Stranger Things. I'm just throwing it out there. Right? I'm sure that's part of it. It's, everyone's obsessed with Stranger Things. So we all dress like we're in the 80s. Amazing. Do you have a scrunchie, Kirsten? Did you break out your scrunchie? I was so, can I just tell you, I was so confused the first time I saw a scrunchie on one of my babysitters. I'm like, she looks very cool. She's very young. Or those, oh, like high-waisted jeans, like the mom jeans. And they look so cute in them when the babysitters show up. There's no way I could pull that off. It's really hard when you have seen a trend die to re-embrace. Like, I think that's yes. the hard thing. Maybe minor ones like pointy toes, brown toes, fine. But like as far as, yeah, the hardcore high-waisted jeans and the florally shirts. And I mean, it's just, it is like, the, I don't want to knock them. I don't want to sound negative. But at the same time, like, it's hard when you went through your closet and thought, what was I thinking? To then be like, I'm going to buy it again. It, it's, I'm it's doing it again. No, it's hard. Worst, it's hard like, to it's fashion ultimate- cycle. It's the total slap in the face, though, because what they do is they make one minor modification to the style. Like, for example, I'm so, you know, I I think we've discussed this before. I never embraced skinny jeans of any nature because they don't look good on my legs. Like, it just, it's not working. It's not happening. Like, my fashion will be better if I don't embrace it. So I have all my bootlegs, just wore them straight on through, like, you know, didn't care. But I feel like they've come back now but a little bit differently. So they're not the same as the bootlegs that I bought, you know, oh, so many years ago. And now I want to kind of hit upon the fashion trends for 2018 and what's going to be hot in fashion this year. But first, I think it's time we take a quick little break because we have two fantastic sponsors today. Yes, we do have some sponsors to talk about today. We're so grateful for our partnerships with HelloFresh. So if you've listened to the show before, you have heard us talk about HelloFresh. Both Grim and I had the chance to try it out, and we are both big fans. We both really enjoyed it. Um Really, it was a lot of fun. I had, you know, toyed around with the idea of one of these meal delivery services, and I'm glad I tried it, and I'm glad I tried HelloFresh. Um, it really worked for me. Basically, you are not committing to the rest of your life. It's very convenient. You can pause your account for weeks on a time, um, weeks at a time when you're out of town, so it's not like you can never leave your kitchen again. You can also choose the delivery day that works best for your busy schedule. So there's definitely a lot of flexibility in that. And then also, um, I have picky eaters, and I assume I'm not the only one, but there are definitely multiple plants to choose from. You can choose the classic, the veggie, or the family. And the classic has just a variety of fish, meat, and seasonal produce, and the vegetarian, or the veggie obviously has vegetarian and plant-based recipes with plant-based proteins and seasonal produce. And then the family was, you know, just quick and easy meals with the kind of, you know, yum-worthy recipes your whole family will enjoy. Yeah, we really liked it. I um, got to try the other night. We did the super soy chicken tenders, and it came with jasmine rice and green beans. And my children ate it up. It was wonderful. What I liked the best about it, though, is that I didn't spend all night in the kitchen because the recipes take only about 30 minutes. So everything comes prepared, and you kind of get that quality time in the kitchen with your family, or you can just kind of zip your meal together, but you're not spending all night. So 30 minutes or less, and all the hard work's done for you. So thank you again to HelloFresh.com. We have a special offer for our listeners, and that's $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. And all you have to do to redeem that is visit HelloFresh.com and enter Home Hour 30 for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. So give it a try, see what you think, and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to say, this time of year, I still want to like be in my kitchen cooking. I feel like you know your diet sort of is not always the best this time of year. So I love the idea of kind of having these healthy meals already planned out and 
but not, you know, the full thing of meal planning and grocery shopping. It just kind of seems like a really nice sort of balance for this time of year. So this also might be a good thing um, if you've been thinking about trying it. You know, why not give it a try this time of year when when uh, time might not be uh, quite as, as abundant, um, but you still want to eat healthy. So thanks again to HelloFresh and give it a try with our code HOMEHOUR30. Definitely. And I'd also like to thank, um, we have another sponsor and that's canvaspeople.com. And they have a ridiculous offer for our listeners today. And that's basically, they are giving away an 11 by 14 canvas photo. And all you have to do is pay shipping for that. And so Kirsten and I had the opportunity to go through the website and try it out. And it's really neat, especially around for the holidays, because you can pick a darling picture and use it for yourself and or give it away to someone. And I'm, like I said, I think before, I'm going to give mine to my mother-in-law, who's probably listening. But I picked a really cute picture of the boys. And it's just something neat that she can kind of put up in a special place in her house, maybe her office or her um, library area, you know, where she keeps, where she reads in the morning. And every time she sees it, she can just kind of look at the boys. Okay. Can I tell you what I did? Because last week I was struggling with this too. Do I give, do I give it to my mom and have it be like the perfect grandparent gift, which if you're looking for a grandparent gift, you guys, this is such a good deal. You just pay shipping and handling. Um, you will have your grandparents knocked off the list in like 10 seconds. The website is so easy to use. But I did not do that. <laughs> My debate was keep it for myself or give it as a gift. And I've seriously solved the problem. I am getting my husband a gift and luckily he sleeps in the same bedroom as me so I am going to have the picture that I really wanted of my kids from a trip we took this summer and um under the guise of giving a gift to my husband and also I'm going to have it be from the kids so they helped me do that and it was just perfect and again we did it first just such a reasonable price this is normally a $69.99 or $69.99 item and for our listeners, all you pay is shipping. So once again, that promo code is the home hour. And um, you just go to canvaspeople.com, the home hour, and you will get this wonderful 11 by 14 and you just pay shipping. So no brainer here. You got to go give it a try. You guys are going to, you guys are going to thank us. And whoever gets that um, beautiful canvas print will also thank us. So thank you, Canvas people, for the awesome offer. And listeners, take advantage of these things and make this season easier on yourself. We all have enough to do, as we are talking about in all these episodes. Guys, go give those offers a try. You're going to really enjoy them. Thank you. And back to us. All right. So we are going to drop some knowledge, everyone. If you haven't been prognosticating into 2018, we have taken the time and done it for you. So let's chat about the in-fashion trends for 2018, fresh off the runway um, from our house to yours. Checks. And I don't mean the kind that you write with a pen and give to people because Venmo has obliterated those. I mean like clothing with checks. Wait, side note, when you have to write someone a check, aren't you mad? Aren't you like, why don't you have a Venmo account? Like, I don't remember how to write a check, like dot, dot, X, X, underline. Yeah. Except I did hear the other day that children don't know how to write checks or not children, but teenagers, people who should be writing checks. And I intentionally like the other day took out my checkbook and showed it to my boys which I mean one of my boys doesn't even know his alphabet um and I said okay this is what goes in this line this is what goes in this line because it just upsets me the idea that they wouldn't physically know how to write a check Eh, I think that's like you're cool with losing it that's like my parents would be like so mad I didn't know how to use a slide rule Okay, let's let that go. <laughs> oh, well, the okay, so here's a good one. The other night I was, uh, we were, Harrison and I were meeting at a restaurant with the kids and I hadn't seen them all day. And I go, hey, like, what's the 411? 
And then all of a sudden it dawned on me. They've never the called time, 411. Like, does 411 even exist anymore? Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Be, like, What's the Google? Dial, I know, like, I used to pick up the phone and call. Like, sometimes there was also a weather number, and I think it was like 711. Do you remember that one? I remember calling the DOT number, like the Department of Transportation, to hear what road closures there were. <laughs> That's a good And one. the crazy thing is we yeah. sound like old people talking about like 30 years ago. This was like five years ago. You know what I mean? Like it's amazing how quickly these things right, change. How quickly it's obsolete. But like, so, hey, that's my question. I wish someone could write in like, is 411 still out there? And we what could call. Charge? Well, you could call and you could you could just see things. Like, people what, don't, people don't need to write in. We could just Google these things. Could I call 411 and say, what's the going rate for information and how much information do you still provide? I don't know. I don't I'm going to do it. I'm doing it after tough, the show. I'll re- how about this? I'll report back. Check the show notes. Hello at the home hour or the home hour.com. And we'll let you know if 411 still exists and how much it costs to get said piece of information. <laughs> okay. Because you know there's a fee. Okay. Next, next trend. Fringe. On what? Surrey with the fringe on top. I don't know. Fringe on anything. Fringe. Fringe is in. Okay. I can be down with okay. that. I like my friends. Okay. Here's a little Oh, no. Stop. Trend. I see this in the outline, and I'm not sure I'm okay with this. Buckle shoes. <laughs> I've had too many. <laughs> again, like, it's one of those trends where, like, I remember buying the buckle shoes, and then I remember being like, what was I thinking? So it's really. Shoes with buckles. It's tough. Tough, tough, tough. Okay. okay. We'll see. The color Watch. Half lavender? our listeners are probably way cooler than us and wearing their buckle shoes right now, and they're like. And you know what? Here's the deal. If you are that person, in six months, I'll be you and I'll be finally on board. I just, I'm, right, we'll I, be behind the I'm scenes, slow so to warm up to trends and I'm usually wrong. So I am too. Well, it's like I fought for so long those little booties. That's what they're called, right? Booties. Right. And now I love them. I finally, came, I, I mean, I hated them for so long. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, hmm, those actually do look quite good. No, but you buy you one pair and you're going to buy 17 pairs. They're adorable. You'll be on yeah, board. They really are cute. The color lavender. Lavender. Okay. It's a nice color. I'll try it. Okay. 60s floral. I guess we're thinking like wallpaper-esque, like big floral patterns. Okay. Not like, is it like psychedelic 60s florals? Like I'm picturing like sort of the hippie, gypsy kind of. Yeah, I'm thinking. No. It doesn't have to be total psychedelic, but yeah, larger florals. That's in. Okay. 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 Marsha Brady-esque. Yeah, I think so. It's going to be, it's going to be hot. Utility jumpsuits. What does that mean? Like really, jumpsuits like, meets cargo pants? Like what does that mean? Like no, a jumpsuit that maybe you could also like climb an electric pole and work on the lines. Like something that makes <laughs> it look like you are a utility worker, but you're wearing a jumpsuit and maybe you could carry your tape measure and your um I don't know. You know what? I'm a busy mom. I could do that. Actually, I was sitting in a meeting with somebody yesterday and I was like, oh, are they pregnant? And then I realized they were wearing a fanny pack of the same color of their shirt. <laughs> and I remember thinking that's awesome. Fanny packs I, are back. Thank goodness. Amazing. Okay. Go we need ahead. more pockets. Okay. Well, so wait, wait. Can wait, I just so... say, can I say, how long did you wear your mini backpack? Well into the 21st century. Oh, I did. I had a little mini backpack that I Way beyond Clueless. Clu- Clueless was already playing on TBS five times a day and Graham was still I rocking her mini backpack. Yep. Because they're handy and they're smart. That's I why. Like, I don't give up on things that make sense, basically. I know. I know. Well, oh, but utility jumpsuits, fanny packs, mini backpacks. We need more pockets is what it comes to. Any mother listening, we just need to embrace any trend that has pockets. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get so, on board. Like, fringe, I don't understand. Because like, try to wash the dishes when you're wearing like <laughs> some sort of sleeve that has fringe on it. Not so much. But yeah, uh... pockets. Okay. Dangly earrings are still in, everyone. 
um, allegedly just not the fabric ones. Wait, wait, why are we losing the fabric ones? Because I have to say, I have been obsessed with the idea that I can wear these big, fun statement earrings and they don't hurt your earlobes. I know, and they're pretty and they look good on people too and they're And they're pretty and you can wear them, like, because I have beautiful, fun earrings, like all costume jewelry, but they're so heavy that... um, Yeah, you can't wear them all night. So I, I'm. Well, a big you know fan. why, Kirsten? Because the fashion industry is cruel. We know this. <laughs> like okay. because because you bought them, you doubled down on it. You like the trend. You finally come around to it, and now it's out. Welcome to fashion. Ugh. Moving on, PVC. PVC is in, and I think I know why. You know how you, when you go to a stadium, what is PVC? Now you... Like a PVC pipe? Yep. Mm-hmm. You can have it in your shoes. So PVC is going to be really you in, can but it's also kind sprinkle of sprinkle your lawn clear plasticky fabric you know what i'm talking about that okay if you go to a football game or if you go to a concert now your handbag has to be made out of clear bagging it's that stuff like maybe you wear a clear rain poncho made out of the same fabric maybe you are carrying your clear handbag maybe your shoes are just made out of that clear thick plastic i will say i did see a cute pair of like booties (laughs) there you go um they were rain booties though and they had a they had a plastic heel and i was like those are kind of cool so okay yeah so PVC applique. Okay. 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 And fisherman bags. What do you think about that? So basically a handbag like, that's made nets? out of net. Yeah. Like net. Netting. No, no. I can't do that. Things are going to, I can, out of like my very solid leather bag, things are still falling out everywhere I go. No, can't do it. Okay. All right. Well, Sorry. that's all I got for fashion. <laughs> and I, and I contributed zero to that conversation. <laughs> But I like it. I like where we're going with it. Can we just say that if it's a trend for 2018, so I I expect to embrace all of those trends wholeheartedly by 2020, right when they're on their way out, right? Right, right when they're on their way out. Okay. So I want to talk. I just and I, skip, and I say that because I know I'm not the only one out there. <laughs> we have so much to talk about, but I want to skip over to food trends, and this is okay, straight from Bon Appetit. Let's do so it. So this is a little um, paragraph that I cut out that I thought was kind of interesting to get us all on the same page. It's kind of sad. Don't nobody get mad at me. It's just I'm just reading. I don't write this stuff. Okay. Throw out all the kale in your fridge. Stop ordering roasted Brussels sprouts as an appetizer and dump your avocado toast in the trash. Well, maybe not. It's expensive. Because according to Whole Foods, all of the trendy green foods you've grown to love in the last year will be dethroned in 2018. That seems very cruel to me. Earlier this month, the grocery chain released its top predictions for the top food and drink trends of next year. And here we are. Coming in at number one, Kirsten, can you guess? No. Floral foods. Really? Yeah. So think like again, we're back. Okay. So back when I was wearing a lot of those trends you brought up, I remember eating salads with lots of edible flowers. Or are they talking about something different than that? No, edible, like edible flowers, okay. hibiscus, like okay. lavender root, like anything that's kind of aromatic and floral is going to be really, really hot this year. Okay. Well, I like that. I'm on board. Yeah. I mean, it's all food stuff. Like twist my arm. Like I'll eat something else. That's fine. If somebody makes it for <laughs> yeah. me. I'm much more open to food than fashion. I know, right? There's well, yeah, because here's the thing: you gotta buy food. Like, fine, if I can't, if kale is not hot right now, I mean, who cares? I'm still buying kale. I'm still ordering Brussels sprouts. I love it all. But like, yeah, sure, I'll try some lavender stuff. But okay. I do get annoyed when someone messes with my jeans, <laughs> right? <laughs> or makes me carry a fisherman bag. Which, like, again, as a mother, like, do you really think we need a fisherman bag? Like. If you saw the bottom of my handbag, everything would be on the ground. Right. Those goldfish aren't going to stay. Oh, how funny. I just, I made an accidental joke. (laughs) Those goldfish are not going to stay in a fisherman bag. Okay. (laughs) Love it, love it. Great. Okay. Root to stem cooking. That's a trend. Elaborate. What does that mean? No. 
That means using it all, right? So let's say that you buy a thing of beets. You're not only going to use the beet, you're going to use the stalk. You're going to use the leaves. Maybe you're even going to find a way to like, inside, after you peel the beet, use the um, use the outside part, I guess. What do you call Are it? Are we in a safe zone? We're in, yeah, except a for safe all space? the thousands of listeners. Okay, but, <laughs> yeah, we, but totally. you and I, you and I in my closet are in a safe space. Um, Yeah, no, I'm totally on board with this because one, I don't like wasting. And two, those are where all the fiber parts of the vegetable are. So I yeah, actually, totally. I have mm-hmm. always eaten orange peels, lemon peels. I eat the peel of citrus. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. We're not in a safe space. What? <laughs> <laughs> safe space <laughs> retracted. I mean, you I wash the- it. Yeah, you that's orange the, peels. My favorite part of an orange is the peel. So yeah, so I'm I'm on board. I've, I'm actually avant garde. I think actually, Graham. So you judge. <laughs> that is the best thing I've learned about you, like in the past five years. <laughs> wow, I don't even know where to take this. I'm yeah, gonna mo- move on, mostly. But- it started with boredom, like sitting at a restaurant, like with my iced tea, and I'm like, I'm just gonna eat this peel. And then I was like, that's actually pretty good. I eat the whole apple. Okay, that was an admission. Like I'll eat the, um, the I'll seeds. Eat the core. Oh, no, that's I'll disgusting. The I'll eat You're the wrong. seeds in the core. You're wrong. Because I just love all the apple, and I try to get as much meat as I can. And then sometimes I realize, like, oops, I just went too far. I ate the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I've had, had this right, conversation th- with the Vitamix man at Costco, and I'm like, can you just throw the whole apple in? He's like, oh, there's nothing in the core. I'm like, no, you throw it in. You make it work. So, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, we are learning so much. Uh, welcome to the home hour. Okay, number three, mushrooms. Those have been around for a while. All right. How can four. a mushroom be a trend? But go ahead. Well, because it's the fifth. It's the fifth sense. Um, you know how they have. Um, I think you have all the tape like savory, sweet, sour, and whatever. They have a new one, and it's called um, mushroom. Oh, I can't believe I'm blank. No, 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 no. It's called like. It'll come to me as we move on, but it is the fifth sense, and it comes from the earthy flavors that come from things like mushrooms and okay. even tofu's. I think it's. Um, it, it has a Japanese name. It'll come to me. Okay. Um, number four, cacao on our list. Cacao. Cacao. I don't know what that is, but I'm on board. Yeah, sounds great. Is that it's, something else yeah. I'm going to put in my smoothie? It's with, like chocolate powder. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'll put it in my smoothie, but I can't put kale in my smoothie anymore because kale's out. So kale's my, hibis- out. my hibiscus in. mushroom cacao smoothie. Cacao. Your cacao <laughs> mushrooms and orange peel smoothie. Moving on. Okay, fine. Middle Eastern food. That seems cool. I like that. I like Middle Eastern food. I love Middle Eastern food. Always have, always will. Right. So glad that's in. Okay. Puffed and popped snacks. So they're going to be puffing and popping lots of things. So let's think popped cassava chips, puffed pasta bow ties, seaweed fava chips, puffed rice clusters. We're just puffing stuff. Cool. But again, like, does that not bring you back to those horrible rice cakes that our moms ate in the 80s? Uh, I still buy those all the Do you time. remember those bags? Of, you buy rice cakes? All the time. Oh, sour cream and onion, mm, cheddar. Yes, yes, yes. What do you, you just eat them plain? Yes, they're delicious. Okay. Powders. Matcha, maca, cacao. Lots of powders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this on our outline and it sounds like a video game. But yes, I know. I don't we, talked about, we talked about a lot of these things back on one of our very first episodes with um, Liz Moody. And she yeah, told us that maca so was going to be a trend. Um, and then we were like, what's maca? Never heard of it. And right, yeah, right. But I bought so it at Trader Joe's. And then matcha, I have to say, so whenever I make matcha green tea myself, I feel like I don't do it right. Like, I don't know if anyone else has a problem, but um, because it's more of a powder than like a tea bag, mm-hmm. I always seem to have a lot of the the powder, res- um, what do you call it, like residue at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I hate that. I feel like I'm wasting it. Trader Joe's has pre-made matcha in little cans. They're like sort of the half cans, um, aluminum cans, and they're great. So I've been buying those. They're probably more pricey than doing it yourself, but truthfully, I think it's probably negotiable. And for what I'm, you know, wasting leaving on the bottom in powder form, um, it might be a good way to go. So if you want to try to drink matcha, I have to say the Trader Joe's pre-made is fabulous. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, mm-hmm. and sorry, just to backtrack, the fifth taste, the taste of mushroom, is called umami. I'm sorry I didn't know that. It just came to me. I don't. I've never heard that word before. You've I'm never excited. heard of umami? Sorry, umami is it's very it's very hot, but it's been hot for a few years. Um, you know what I always like though that always cracks me up, which was not on the list, but I think it's interesting. Do you ever notice how every now and then they find a new grain? Like the way quinoa <laughs> just appeared out of left field. And yeah. You're like, and I it's mean, like an it's, ancient grain, but like right, it's. That's it's <laughs> Where right. quinoa been hiding all those years? <laughs> we missed you for centuries, but now you're back, ancient grain. Yeah. Right. They that's find a new grain that like we've never right. known about. What's right. another grain I've been cooking with lately? Like, oh, chia seeds? Like, where have the chias been hiding? <laughs> they, you know, they have not been hiding. They've been on QVC with chia. <laughs> Wait, that's actually that's a question I got the other night. Are those just like ungrown chia pets? Yeah. Uh-huh. So if yeah. we sprouted them, yeah. it would just be a chia pet. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Design trends for 2018. Moving on. Number one, greenery. So Kirsten, you need houseplants. You do not have houseplants. I have houseplants everywhere. Okay. What my goal is actually, it's funny you bring that up because one of my goals for 2018 is I need a pretty um planter for my living room because our living room is very kind of beachy florida-y and i would love to have some sort of a palm tree and mm-hmm. i can find the palm tree no sweat or, or some sort of like a leafy just sort of more tropical looking um but the problem is finding finding the vase for it or the planter for it so but that's one of my goals so yeah i do think you're right i go to your house and there's a certain warmth and welcomingness and just it just feel it's a nice thing to add to your home i'm with you on that that's great yeah, you know something that I actually am going to maybe design and implement, so stay tuned. Have you seen those beautiful living plant walls that have popped up some places? Yeah, those like are pretty hot. And I feel like they're, they're in a lot of uh, commercial spaces. A lot of restaurants have them. Um, yes, it's totally commercial. But back why to succulents, right? Yeah, but let's bring them residential. They're gorgeous. People here do them residential for sure. Do they? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but where things. I live, there's a lot. You guys have, because you guys have more of a hilly landscape and you have more kind of natural barriers, we have a lot of like cement walls. And so you got to oh, soften so them. So people put, you know, different plants around them. So yeah. So that's okay. a big thing okay. here. Okay. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, teal, the color teal. So we've got lavender and teal so far. And I'll go to the next one, tonal reds, which I actually think teal and tonal reds would look pretty together. Okay. Red has been. All right, I'm gonna. This is not on our list, but um, from our conversation with Calder Clark, uh, it's coming back. These uh, these peaches. Remember the my wedding was blush and brassful, but she said that the the brass and the really dark green and the peach. And I and I have to say, since she since she mentioned that, I have seen that many places. Yeah, she's pretty on point. So it's not on the list, but uh, it's coming from the mouth of Calder Clark. We're gonna take it as gospel. So go ahead. I like it. Okay, a design. So this made it in design and fashion, fringe slash fake fur. Um, that's it for interior design. So basically, like if you have a decorative throw pillow, add some fringe to it. Okay, just makes me think of that song from When Harry Met Sally, like Surrey with the fringe on top. That's actually not from Harry Met Sally, <laughs> but all right, it was once from Oklahoma, but yeah. more, <laughs> more commonly known from When Harry Met Sally. A sharper right. image. And I think this is kind of where we need to end. Um, This is the last design trend for 2018, but it's the one that makes me the happiest. It's the most freeing. And I think it's what you and I try to really push for the show. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drop some knowledge on you right now. Okay. (laughs) 
wabi-sabi. Have you heard of wabi-sabi? I like it already. No. Okay, it's the 2018 decor trend that imperfect decorators need to know about. It's an ancient Japanese worldview that centers on impermanence and imperfection. So in the home, that means emphasizing the use of organic materials, pieces made with imperfections, and embracing authenticity, even if it means it's off kilter. So how cool is that? (laughs) <laughs> wabi-sabi people like well, my that's the difference born... between having a re- remodeled house and a teardown that you rebuild a house i'm like yeah well my house was like it's been through six remodels like there's a lot of those beautiful imperfections the nice... well the nice thing is my children help me wabi-sabi every day they're like master <laughs> wabi-sabiers in fact if anyone would like to i mean i guess it goes against child labor laws but if anyone would like to wabi-sabi their house um just i've got two little workers that can come help wabi-sabi a few things Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, in the in the more structural design um, concept, it kind of means like if you have a piece of pottery that there's some sort of maybe like a design imperfection with it. It's just embracing things that aren't prefab and manufactured and sterile and, you know, that have that element of personality to them. Right. Well, and and I mean, I feel like we've been really fortunate to get to talk to some people who are really cutting edge and at the top of their game in design and decor and whatever. And they all kind of come back to like, it's all about personality. So I think that sort of reflects that, that trend. I love it. Yeah. Well, okay. So as we've wrapped up the macro elements of 2017 and look towards 2018, we want to just spend a quick minute just kind of talking about our show and what is coming up for us in 2018. Um, we have loved 2017. It has been such a fun ride. We've loved getting to know our listeners. We have enjoyed each one of your emails. Um, we've gotten some actually fun tips uh, that we would love to share with you guys. So, you know, be following us on Instagram because we're going to be sharing some of those. But uh, we've just enjoyed getting to know you guys. Um, thank you for listening. Um, as far as 2018, we've got some really fun stuff coming up in January. Graham, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, January, we're going to take the month and basically do um, kind of a just a refresher, as a lot of people do in January. We're going to get our financial houses in order. We're going to have some kind of new beauty tips. We have some really neat guests coming on. We are going to be talking just about organizing um, just the way that we help ourselves inside and out. So you're just going to feel kind of a refresh and a detox and a cleanse on the home hour in January 20, 2018. Right. We're kind of taking each aspect of personality. So we're going to do a week on finance, getting us to be the best we can be financially, getting us to be the best we can be, um, you know, beauty wise and sort of taking care of yourself. We're going to do a fashion one. We're going to do a home one. So sort of every aspect of your personality, like how can you be the best? So there's hopefully going to be so much great information coming up in January. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, And then also, we're not going to bother you guys over Christmas break and over all of the holiday hoopla, but um, we have a fun survey coming out in 2018, so we will talk more about that. But we would love to hear your thoughts on the show and how we can provide you with the information that really helps you live. So be on the lookout for that. Anything else, Graham? I think that's it. Just everyone have a wonderful new year and great end of 2017. And thank you so much for listening. And most importantly, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home.